Well, there's plenty of reasons why we can't sleep. Let's not make our mattress one of those reasons. Helix Sleep is making everyone's night sleep the best sleep of their life. And you can have it too by just simply taking a quick two-minute quiz, getting your body and your, you know, your taste preferences aligned with your, your sleeping needs. And Helix Sleep will hook you up with one of their wonderful mattresses. Myself, I'm a, a medium side sleeper. I have the Midnight Mattress. Good for me. Bonus, Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash V-I-A-L-L. That is helixsleep.com slash V-I-A-L-L for up to $200 off and two free pillows. You're crazy. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Vile Files. I am your host, Nick. Nice to meet you. Not sure if you've heard of me. It'd be wild if someone just like downloaded this episode and be like, who the fuck's this guy? I'm going to take a listen. <laughs> a very specific about. recap episode of a certain show. But anywho, I don't want to assume my name's Nick. Chrissy is my producer. I'm joined by her. We also have Hi. Allie and Amanda in studio uh, making sure that we get the names right. And uh, they, they do a lot more than that, but they, they do do it's that. A, that's the important thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we have them. Um, we have a fantastic episode for you. Uh, legend bachelor commentator, fan <laughs> favorite, delightful human, I'm Jason sure Ritter is back. Uh, is, is here to join us to break down the tell all. And uh, sometimes the tell all is, is hard to recap because you're recapping a recap. But I got to say, I feel like Jason and I really dominated the conversation and found some really good nuggets yeah uh on how to watch the tell all it was a it was a unique tell all like never before and and we get into why so be sure to tune in yeah i guess i guess what i'm saying is if you've listened to this much of this episode already don't don't quit on us now <laughs> power through power through power through um if not for you for jason at least yes <laughs> I don't think Jason needs this. He's, this is probably the most fun he has. Like he probably he would put this on the yeah. top and of we, his but resume. We, he loves it. So we much. are appreciate appreciative of him. Also, one thing we didn't talk about uh, with Jason in defense was it who was it? I what's the word in the bloopers that the girl couldn't say? I couldn't say it. What is it? Compartmentalize. Oh, Thank you. Compartmentalize. Yeah. If you focus on it, carp how how compartmentalize compartmentalize. Hard to say. <laughs> I, I compartmentalize. Yes. Compartmentalize. Compartmentalize. Yeah. Anyways, I empathize with that young lady. <laughs> Anyways, going to get an episode with Jason Ritter. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. Please give us five stars. Thanks for listening. And um, we have a great episode on Wednesday. If you're interested in human design, what is human design? Great question. Well, you can learn about what that is on Wednesday with world-renowned human design expert Jenna Zoe. And it's a great way to another science, a pseudoscience, if you will, about learning about ourselves. If you're into astrology and, and other uh, kind of uh, personality tests or things like that, a really fascinating discussion on what that is and what you can learn about yourself in relationships through human design. And that is on uh, Wednesday tomorrow. And uh, be sure to check that out. Uh, other than that, go back and check out our Ask Nick episode. Personally, I think I crushed it, but uh, that's just <laughs> me. And uh, other than that, thanks for listening. Uh, I love you. Stay nice out there. Bye. Not bye. Don't leave.
Don't hang up. Don't hang up. There's probably an ad coming up next. <laughs> Jason, welcome back. Uh, I think I Thank speak you. for my entire audience <laughs> when I say we are thrilled to have your expertise, enthusiasm, and wisdom <laughs> to break down the tell-all. Uh, before we started rec recording, uh, Jason and I were uh, having some fun talking about how much one another and and we include Justin Long in this. We all just we all just want to be friends with each other, and we're we're too afraid to be rejected by <laughs> the other one. The other one, but like making friends as an adult is like harder than it was into the first grade. Like when you're in the first grade, really you're just like, hey. You, like you want to be friends? You're like, yeah, I also yeah. liked sliding down slides. We should be best friends. And now when you're an adult, you're just like, do they like me? Do do you want to like grab some food? And the other person like, I think, but is, is it okay to say yes? And it's, it's very complicated to make friends. Yeah. Adult. Also in LA, because sometimes like people don't know, like in LA specifically, people are like always like, let's grab food. And you're like, but are we really going to grab food? Yeah. But do you really want What do you to? want yeah. from me? You like, know? We should do yeah. lunch next week. Like, yeah. Are we really going to do lunch next week? Did you just say it? No, yeah. You're going to kidnap me? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. What's, uh, the, what's the catch? Yeah. But it is it is great to have you, uh, Jason. Uh, before we get into the tell-all, of which I think there's some lot of uh, notable things to talk about. Uh, what are your thoughts yeah. on this season? What are your thoughts on, on Matt James? Do you have some favorites? Take it away. Yes. Um, I have a, I have a lot of thoughts. Um, I think this season has brought up a lot of, uh, a lot of things and the women tell all sort of kind of nicely touch on a lot of the, the, uh, the things that I think we'll probably end up talking about when it comes to like accountability and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, um, uh, but I, uh, I'm glad they finally talked about, uh, Matt James, uh, kissing with his eyes open. Um, that is, a that's the thing that's, that was a thing that was unsettling to me. And I also realized, do I, have I done that? I think I have done that. I, I, I know what it looks like when someone's blurry. Yeah. I, I've been, um, this has been a sensitive issue for me. Yes. Because it's a hot topic. the benefit of going on The Bachelor, of which there are some, yeah. and one of which is <laughs> yeah. you have the opportunity, and while very challenging and difficult, is to watch yourself make out. Do yeah. I mean like I keep saying like put, and a, learn. put a camera on yourself, hire a vlogger, have them follow you <laughs> around, be hidden, and then yeah. watch it back. It's going to be a hard watch for everyone. It's a hard watch, um, right? Yeah, especially so, like intimate stuff, like yeah. kissing. You oh, know? I mean, yeah. You like have that, no idea if the world is going to go. That's what you think it is. That's like anytime I've had to like the first couple times I had to like kiss someone in a scene, I was terrified that a director would be like, "Is that how you think humans do that? Is that <laughs> is that how you do that?" Yeah. Like, no, my character is so yeah. weird. So yeah. that's why. <laughs> I, I was being uh, method. Sorry, I'm not, I was full on method. No, I'm a super. I'm a Casanova. I straight normalist, more normalist kissing. What kind of sleep sleeper do you think Matt James is? Do you think he's a side sleeper, stiff as a board, light as a feather? I think he sleeps on his back like a I think, vampire. I think it would be awesome if he slept on his stomach. 
You know Daniel from seems off brand. Do you remember Paradise? Daniel from Paradise? Yes, I love Daniel. Yeah, he He's would sleep favorites. like a board face down with his hands perfectly at his no. side without moving. It was insane. Like this? No, on a like face down. Face down. Oh, face like an down. alien. I don't know. <laughs> craziest thing. It tracked for him. I was like, you're so fucking bizarre. I love <laughs> He's it. He's so weird. Well, either way, there is a mattress for him. There's a mattress for you. There's a mattress for all of us. And uh, we need to get, we deserve great night's sleeps. We also deserve a mattress that, uh, you know, adjusts to the motion that we like to make in bed with oh. our partners. You know, I you don't mean, know. Like it, like, it, like it hugs you when, when you roll over fucking. kind of motion. <laughs> Anyway, get the mattress that's great for all your needs. Whatever you're doing on that mattress at Helix Sleep. That's right. Helix Sleep will get you the perfect mattress. Just take a very quick, easy two-minute uh, quiz uh, to, to match your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Why would you buy a mattress made for someone else? <laughs> that seems nuts. Helix, <laughs> you're getting a mattress that you know will be perfect for the way you sleep. Everyone's unique, just like Mr. Rogers would tell us. Well, now we can get a, a mattress. That's unique for us. Go to helixsleep.com. Helix Sleep is offering up to $200 off all their mattress orders, plus you get two free pillows. Amazing. Our listeners at uh, will get those two free pillows at helixsleep.com slash V-I-A-L-L. That is helixsleep.com slash V-I-A-L-L for up to $200 off and two free pillows. I'll tell you what gets me excited. Rothy's shoes. It gets me excited because I just get all the women in my life, of which I have. Uh, it's that... Yeah, give a girl I some get, shoes. She'll I just give them some shoes, some um, slip-ons, and they're like, "Oh my god, it looks so good." They're like, "Freak yeah, yeah." They're like, "Shoot, these are good." Yikes, a B. These are awesome. Yeah, wow. <laughs> I love my Rothy shoes. They have handbags. You're like, wow. Those are these super are so freaking rad. cool. Jeepers, <laughs> Jeepers, creepers! I can't believe it's made of plastic. I can't believe it's made from the ocean. The best part is, is there's no break-in period. They they look good as new. You could be the one person who dies and wakes up two thousand years from now, and your Rothys will still be great. Yeah, right. They will stand the test of time, and and whoever you wake up to the future with, they'll it'll still be a, a, a modern marvel feat of science. This is true. My my Rothys always look good. I have like black little hat top slip-ons. And I wear them around town. They actually work pretty good in the snow. CNN says Rothy's are the comfiest slip-on shoes uh, they've ever owned. Yeah. And Julie J says uh, they're favorite shoes of all time. Finding the perfect style is easy because Rothy's comes with free shipping and free returns on eligible items. Rothy has transformed over 75 million bottles in beautiful shoes, handbags, and face masks. So not only can you feel good about what's on your feet, you can feel good about saving the world. So freak yeah. Washable, durable, flexible Rothy's signature threads made from repurposed plastic water bottles minimizes their impact on the planet and maximize comfort for you. Check out all the amazing shoes, bags, and masks available right now at rothys.com slash V-I-A-L-L. That's rothys.com, R-O-T-H-Y-S.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Style sustainability meet to create your new favorites. Head to rothys.com slash V-I-A-L-L today. Freak yeah. Freak yeah. <laughs> Tell me what you like. Let's be on the same page. You yeah. tell me what you think normal kissing is. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, before I tell yeah, you what I think. Yeah. But uh, yes. Yeah. And so I also personally think it's weird to to say that you kiss so 100 percent with your eyes closed. Like, how, how does that also work? You know, you just have to like, all right, close your eyes and then you like feel their shoulders and touch their face and hold. <laughs> like, what is that? Of course, you keep your eyes yeah, open you to some level the bachelor obviously is an over romanticized experience and show about love and therefore all kissing is there deemed 
supposed to be super hot romantic and i understand it in those moments like you want to just close your eyes and you don't want to be looked at but we all keep our eyes open to a certain degree now i understand to the lips touch and then you close them listen matt definitely does it more than the average person yes but i just don't think it's as big of a deal as everyone is making it i i do love how matt and he's what he's exceptional at he is so good at owning his quirks. His, his his faults. He's good at being self-deprecating. Yes. He is good at yeah. not letting in things. You know, he called like we should all take a, a note from Matt and how to do that. He's he's truly excellent at that, and it's uh, it's really been good to see someone who's like, yeah, I watched it, and I thought it was weird. He has a very charming way of owning his mistakes, and 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 we we he live really in a time does. where people are so bad at that we saw a lot of that this episode in terms of yeah. uh, people not fully wanting to be accountable i do want to point out how right i was and i we all know how how i like being right but jason <laughs> i don't know if you've been listening to this podcast i said uh uh i, I believe anna is gonna pretty much have a really solid apology yeah and i believe victoria yep. won't and I think uh, she that it. that happened, mm -hmm. and we, we'll we'll break it down. But in that, general, I, I I'm pretty sure I nailed. That, you were a hundred percent pretty sure yep. I nailed you that. You nailed it. Uh, I I think let's yeah. get right into. Uh, we think's kicked off with uh, you know, it's kind of a weird of all the things to start with. It was like the Decenia and MJ drama. Oh yeah, and they didn't really say anything all that important. What I've realized about MJ something that I realized about myself is that MJ, her resting gaze is not super pleasant. It's, it's one of <laughs> kind of a, what they would call resting bitch face. I say this knowing that I too have a resting bitch face. You and, do. And, and when, and when MJ is in her normal kind of like chill, she looks angry and mean, unfortunate for her, unfortunate for me, but like I've learned that about MJ this episode. For me, it's funny. Cause for me, it's like, there's something about that that I that that reminds me of like the the cool girls who were like a couple years older than me that were just like, oh my, do you you hate you think I'm the worst? You I'm a, such a loser. I I love you. I'm obsessed. <laughs> and like there was actually she really reminds me. There was a commercial that I tried to find before I came here so that I could send you guys a link. But there was like a commercial of these two, it was an anti-smoking commercial, it was like two 14, 15 year old kids. And they see this beautiful uh, woman and she's by a car, not a woman, she's probably like 17, a little bit older though. And um, she's like talking to all these cool guys and they're like, whoa, look at her, you know, all this stuff. And then she lights up a cigarette and then there's all this animation. She turns into a skunk and a skeleton and she coughs and hacks. And then these two kids who are clearly not like in the same sort of realm as her, they look at her and they go, yeah, but she smokes. Let's get out of here or something like that. <laughs> and that, and that, that exactly is what she reminds me of. Just sort of like this, she has like the eighties, you know, like tough girl hair. Yes. Um, and yeah, yeah, she's a, uh, she's, you know, she's an interesting. She is a, sort of a symptom, and the thing with Jasenia is a, is part of the whole thing of, kind of what we were talking about, which is, she and a lot of the girls, did um, a lot of the women 
did a, uh, a, a thing that's like an incredibly natural thing, which is like a primal instinct. When a new group comes in, you align yourselves with, with the bigger group and you tear them down. You know, you make jokes and stuff like that. And, um, and a lot of them did it. And then uh, when, when they kind of got called out on it, a lot of them, like, I remember, I think Kit was like, I'm so sorry. I didn't even realize like what we were, how we were making you feel. And I think that's what's kind of what you were talking about, like with Matt James saying, I, I watched it back. I realized some things, I'm going to make some changes. And I think the biggest sort of thing that MJ didn't do was just go, yeah, I, I did say that and I we were kind of joking but I I didn't really I didn't mean it as with as much anger or harm as it may have caused and I'll just own that now. Yeah. But instead she said I never said that I didn't do that and that's where the that's always where you get in more trouble is when you try to avoid that accountability instead of just sort of letting it wash over you and going I I learned something. Yeah. Perfectly said and how I like to break down the tell-all because what the tell-all is is interesting because all these women who are at the tell-all like us have been able to watch themselves watch their peers yeah. watch Matt they well they lived it and they certainly experienced a lot more than we got to see uh, there's also things for they sure. got to see for the first time all the ITMs that go on of the individual women talking about their experience a lot of them they didn't get to hear that stuff, but they have spent all this time prepping themselves for what they, you know, watched or the criticism they might have got or hopefully what they watched about themselves they might not have liked. And tell all is it's a real opportunity to redeem yourself. We've seen some great redemptive stories on tell alls. Um, and so more than ever, we like to like point out kind of winners and losers of each episode. But the tell all really, truly is like. A chance for you to kind of win or lose in my uh adult life i've become a bit of a, a, a plant guy yeah you are your plants every morning i have don't a nice you? plant wall and uh it brightens my day i've become a plant guy i love that yeah bloomscape has helped me become the plant guy i want to be well, that's good because maybe somebody else arranged all your plants before and now Bloomscape has made it easy for you to be the guy. Yeah, to pick whatever the, the season is for you, <laughs> get the plant in your life to make you feel like you have a friend. Don't have a girlfriend or boyfriend? Doesn't matter. You can get a plant. I know. Bloomscape delivers healthy plants right to your door, plus all the grow how you need to help them thrive. Find the perfect plant for your space. Whether you've got tons of light or hardly any, there's a plant for you. It's like the boyfriend you, you really wish you could find but can't. And be with the Grow How team. You can call them and get advice on like how to take care of your plant. So it's like people calling you for dating advice, but it's like how to take care of your plant. Yeah, ask Bloomscape. There you yeah. go. Shop a variety of young plant accessories, tools, and supplies. Everything you need to get your patio or porch springtime ready. I'll tell you what, uh, look at uh, the pictures in my house. I got a plant and I, I got Bloomscape to thank for them. So uh, truly a wonderful plant experience if you're into plants. I know I am. And I know a lot of our listeners, you ladies out there, get your <laughs> plants now. I know who you are. Say it with me. Get 15% off uh, plant orders of $100 or more with promo code V-I-A-L-L -L at Bloomscape.com. That's 15% off uh, orders of $100 or more at Bloomscape.com. Promo code V-I-A-L-L. -L. Know what's going in your body, in all your holes, including your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I 
just saying. I'm just saying. And if you're going to put something in your mouth, it should be a nice multivitamin with all the ingredients. Well, well only the healthy right ingredients. The you don't want synthetic fillers or artificial colorants uh, or allergens in any part of your body. Certainly not your mouth. So why would you take vitamins that have all these things? Anywho, a multivitamin uh, should contain uh, key nutrients in forms uh, your body can actually use to help fill gaps in your diet. No shady extras. That's right. Uh, Ritual is taking the vitamin that you know yeah. has just passed its own personal, like, you know, STD test, if, if you will. Pretty much. Always a clean bed of health with your Ritual vitamins. Now available for women, men, and teens, Ritual multivitamins are scientifically developed to help Support different life stages. That's right. Your multivitamins are delivered right to your door every month with free shipping. Always. You can start, snooze, or cancel your subscription anytime. And if you don't love Ritual within your first month, they'll refund your first order. <laughs> Nothing like sending what you don't like back. Well, that will never happen with Ritual because it's <laughs> clean and wonderful. Get key nutrients without the BS. Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash V-I-A-L-L to start your Ritual today. I don't know about you, Jason, but I'm going to kind of go through some of my biggest winners and losers of this episode. And then let's okay. maybe just break down those. Um, Victor let's just start with Victoria. Uh, okay. L for her, big L. Not shocking is why I'm going to start with, with Victoria because I, I truly didn't expect Victoria to seize this opportunity, right? Because, you know, you... She doesn't strike me, and I haven't met her in person, but doesn't strike me as someone who is incredibly self-aware. And a lot of the things that she said on the show um, kind of were, were representative of someone who just doesn't get it, is I guess the simplest and nicest way to say it. And she, this was an episode of a lot of butts. Yeah. The, the, yeah. the butt. And 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 certainly Victoria was was one of those people who certainly she acknowledged everything, everything she said that almost hinted at an apology was immediately followed by a but but. And yeah. that just discredits everything yeah. you're saying. Uh, Even when she spoke to Matt. It was yeah. like oh, that, 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 it was like that blaming. was bizarre. I didn't understand <laughs> it was that. So bizarre. You, did we understand all of a sudden it was. It just reeked of a performance. Yeah, she was like, I was in pain, yeah. and you let me go when I was in pain. It, it just, like, oh, Matt's here? Oh, it's my time to talk to Matt? All right, all right, cry. All right, now we're going to cry and talk. Uh, I had this one on like, my... that he hurt her. On my tell-all, <laughs> Danielle, yeah. Danielle uh, L. did that. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, her voice changed, and she went into this whole kind of, like, what clearly she had prepped for this, and she started talking in her, like, raspy... What do they call it? Uh, Howard Stern actually uh, came up with it during my season. Uh, it was uh, it was like a robotic kind of. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, he had a name for it. I forgot what it was, but uh, vocal fry. There you go, vocal oh, fry. Vocal fry, yes. Yeah. Uh, That's. Uh, and this wasn't vocal fry by uh, Victoria, but it was clearly a performance when Matt came out. But. You know, I, I guess we don't need to spend too much time breaking it down other than she didn't surprise us. Uh, another big, what was surprising, and to me, I thought one of the biggest um, losers, not not a loser in life, but a loser for this episode was um, um, Katie. Katie, huge, huge L for Katie. I say that because I quite like Katie, and Katie, Katie is someone who, 
seems to be self-aware, smart, articulate, opinionated. But wow, did she like, let me just like Katie. Katie said, um, I know a lot of you have experienced bullying and and uh, and shaming. Uh, but that your backlash is your own karma. And to me, again, I just want to point out, it's never okay to bully. It's never okay to uh, say mean and hurtful things on the internet or in life. Karma is not an excuse. And it was I was so surprised by Katie saying that. Jason, do you have thoughts on, on, on the, the, the rambling I just made? Yes, I have a lot of thoughts. And, um, you know, this is going to be this is going to be complicated, but we're going to get through it. Uh, we're also going to be friends. I am like huge team Katie. Okay. I like I, I love her. And I think I think it's like I think I have to admit that a part of it is that like when she had that moment with Sarah where she Sarah was like, you know, my dad is sick and they had that real like, here's what's really yeah. going on. I'm yeah. not just trying to monopolize his time. My father is like very ill and I conflicted about being here and I'm trying to figure out if I should be. And Katie said, which I think was the only time she ever mentioned it. My father passed away and yeah. I wish I had more time with that. And it was like this. And that, that was a real turning point for Katie. Cause Katie was, she, I mean, she was the one who got interrupted by Sarah in that one time and was really upset about it. Yeah. Rightly so. So Katie had this sort of moment. And then it, I just think it's interesting that she only mentioned it once because so many of us, we tell ourselves a story about ourselves and especially with traumatic things like that. And that becomes like a thing that we lead with. Here's the, here's the worst thing that happened to me. This is a hugely defining moment for me. And I thought it was so interesting that Katie just is carrying that around. And I didn't really hear it except for when it came up with someone else and she she brought it up but so here so here's my thing here's what i think happened with katie because i also agree that that there were some there were some bumps in the road in the women in the women tell all with the way she talked about it and i think she tried to correct it when she initially said <clears throat> um you know i no bullying no body shaming all that stuff so so what i think happened is you know basically katie was a whistleblower in yes. in the episode and like people just don't like whistleblowers. <laughs> they don't like being called out. And and I, you know, you're like, it's like that people thinking they're making like horrible, insensitive jokes in private, and then they're like called out about it. And they're like, well, no one was supposed to hear that. <laughs> you know, like that was for my friends. Yeah. You you don't like doing it, but then you have to sort of take accountability. So, I think what happened with Katie was there was a it was it became so difficult for her to be in the house and you're not you're not getting the the positive feedback that you may be getting on twitter once it starts airing and stuff like that you're just sitting in the entire house hating you for however long until she left and so i think it was a moment to me it it felt like a moment where you come back to your 10 year or 20 year high school reunion and you're like well <laughs> Hello, everybody. Uh, <laughs> so it seems like uh, people seem to think you weren't being mean, and people thought I was right. You know, it's like I think she was sort of like you were all so angry at me, but a lot of people on the internet thought that that was mean, the stuff that you said. And so I think she was sort of like having one moment of like, I told you, you'll all pay. You know, like what I used to that's refer a, to my thoughts yeah. like that's that. That's an excellent like, point. Yeah. 
That's an excellent point. I'm like, you'll all see one day. No. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that's a great no, point. I, yeah. yeah. Uh, because but I, in, I do oh. think I, she had to, she had to, it was good that she walked it back, that it's not just like, I think that may have been an inside thought of like seeing people get torn down for being mean and privately going karma and then seeing, oh, when it comes out out loud, that doesn't sound that great. And I also don't realize the extent of what people have been dealing with maybe. And yeah, death threats and horror and even like all and just regular old bullying is is not great and not karma. But yeah, so totally. I, that's that's where I think I, that, so I think we agree on how it came off in the episode. It's an excellent uh, point, but you're abs you are absolutely right on on the kind of behind the scenes or the motivations of why things were said, because watching it back while Katie fan favorite, well liked, she wasn't that well liked in the house. Yeah. And you and, and I can say that confidently because like, well, Katie, Katie is probably one of the smarter women there in that world. You don't that doesn't usually get you a lot of friends, no. especially when you're outspoken. And I'm sure Katie, like to your point, Jason, often felt like she was taking crazy pills while everyone else was <laughs> acting like a fool. Yeah. Right. And and, ah. and and no one liked it when Katie was the voice of reason. They just thought she was an elitist, self-entitled know-it-all in that in that environment. Yeah. Katie definitely did make a mistake and she was called out for it on the women tell all because Katie, listen, that's fine. I have no problem being the, her being the whistleblower, so to speak. I, I, that's fine. Okay. You're right. It, yeah. You know, whatever she did it, but she would have in the moment she felt the safest thing for her to do was not just, address the house and be like, just, you know, I said this, she kept her mouth shut and now she kind of didn't realize or forgot, uh, because it was the first time doing the show that people are going to watch it back yeah. and, and, mm -hmm. and there's going to be a tell all. And, and these people right. who didn't realize it was Katie in the moment are going to be fucking pissed and they're going to yeah. come after her at yeah. the tell all and, and justifiably yeah. so because Katie should have owned that. Right. Um, yeah, and, and she killer, left her right? and yeah, I think the karma comment and the butts were unbecoming of Katie and beneath her because I do think overall she like has great points and, and, uh, was yeah, just because she was right. Doesn't mean she needs to be righteous. And I think that's where she made the mistake. I agree. I agree. I, I feel like there was a part of her in that moment that was like, when, when Chelsea said, did you really mean that about the karma? She was like, Oh, nope. I, I made a mistake you know, let me, let me try to clarify. But at that point you've already said the thing. And so, but yeah, I, um, I just like, I, I, I really like was on team Katie so much that anytime, like, I mean, I know when Victoria had a thing, but I think did Serena, um, see also have a thing like a private confrontation with. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Serena, Serena C, C was kind of always on the peripheral of drama. She was like, she was like Chelsea. The two of them were kind of yeah. like part of the group, but on the outside never really got called out on their bullying. So. Yeah. Uh, I, Kit yeah. Too. I thought like it was very smart of Kit, whether genuine or not to distance herself from Victoria. Yeah. And really Kit didn't say much. What she did say was to say, Victoria, Hey, what you're saying, I don't agree with. It's not okay. I loved how Ryan, Ryan, <laughs> there's no, there's no nuance in Bachelor Nation in general. Uh, there's usually no <laughs> middle ground. There's no gray. A lot of things are black and white. And Ryan perfectly articulated by saying, you know, Ryan saying, 
because apparently she was like a dancer for an NBA team yeah. or something. Yeah. There's a, there's been a handful, uh, yeah. uh, and that's great. Cool profession, fun. Seems like a lot of fun, you know. Yeah. And and it was either she's a hoe by some of her critics. Victoria the Queen was saying she's, yeah, a, hoe. she's a hoe. And Ryan was like, "No, I'm part of the arts community." And I'm like, "Maybe, maybe you're neither a hoe or you know part of the arts community." I don't know. Maybe you're just a, a dance, but you're yeah, you uh, you're uh, you're you're a dancer. That's fine. But I, art, art. I mean, I get it. There's an artistic form, but like, do we have to be so drastic and like how we are labeling? Like, you know, you're a hoe. No, no, I'm part of the arts community. It's just like ah, uh, nah. Like, yeah. I mean, I podcast. I don't call myself as part of the arts community because I guess I'm creating content. You know, like you're I, an artist. I'm an artist. You know? Entertainment. Entertainment yeah, she's in the entertainment business. Sure, you got me there, but like uh, yeah. arts but also, community, like, a bit Victoria's of a stretch. Victoria's reaction to that was so ridiculous. What did she say? She said that she was. She was like, "Why are you being sensitive? I'm puzzled why you're holding on to this emotional anger. I've been called more horrible oh, things, that- and I just brush it off." But again, Victoria is so arguably the most one of the most un. And I shouldn't say the most because there are a lot of people out there who are not self-aware. On, uh, uh, but she is. She is part of that community that is completely oblivious to her own, which would not be the artist actions. community. Yeah. Well, or the whole there, community. Uh, yeah, that was the. <laughs> or the. <laughs> that was the. Yeah, she. Um, well, one of the things I actually appreciated about the Women Tell All is that it didn't turn into the Victoria show. I, I like that they were kind of like, "Here's a moment. Here's a second moment. We're moving. Let's, Great. let's move on." Great you know, point. Sometimes those those people get so much uh attention and especially when there's no clearly no curiosity or you know desire to grow or maybe even uh, you know i maybe the tools haven't grown yet for her to take in things like that and um it just it was so it was so interesting to watch victoria and the two moments we did see with her go from maybe you're just oversensitive which is just for all everybody who ever has to do apologies that we all have to do out there, I'm sorry your feelings got hurt. Yeah. Uh, you know, is not the way to do it, yeah. or like you're maybe too sensitive, or, um, but 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 it, but it was interesting to go from maybe you're too sensitive to second Victoria, which was ocean of pain, Victoria. Yeah. <laughs> like just like I mean, I I know that it was it was a bit manipulative and things like that, but I. The thing is, I I do feel like deep down there is some deep pain in Victoria, oh, and she will question. do anything not to feel that. She'll take down. She'll, you know, through humor, which she is funny. She, you know, she'll take someone down, or you know, just do anything to avoid. I think her saying "I'm so terrified of rejection" is the truest. That's the most honest I've seen her you know that that was like i was like that is your i think that's like you are so scared that these feelings you will you can only use them to try to get what you want in the in the old way you can't just sort of let the floodgates open even her emotion in other words even her emotions come out through that filter of kind of what can i get how can i make you feel something how can i as opposed to just, you know, I think she needs to go into a cave and scream out and and, and start over. I, I think you have her pegged, and that was great. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, the hypocrisy was rich when she called out Ryan for being emotional, and then and then her performance 
uh, with Matt while performance, no less, kind of, you know, was very emotional. Yeah. I'm a sensitive guy. Jason, you're a sensitive guy. I think that's why we <laughs> we we consider each other friends is because <laughs> like we're in friend. touch with yeah, our emotions <laughs> um, and not just friends in a, in a podcast format, but like genuine <laughs> yeah. lifelong friends. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like I'm sensitive. Uh, yeah. Like people need to stop saying that as a way to shame people not only shame people but like suggest that what their their actions of hurting someone are are not as impactful well maybe someone is sensitive but just address if you really care about someone's feelings just focus on what you did and don't do that like if you think someone's so sensitive and again understand this is a world of this is a world where you have a bunch of women who aren't going to like continue to be in each other's lives right so like in a normal relationship, if, if you're like dating someone or friends with someone and you want to, commit, you to con continue that friendship or that relationship, you just have to focus on like what you did to hurt their feelings and, and not make them feel like they're at fault because of their sensitivity. These women are like, this will be the last time I ever fucking speak to you unless we're both lucky enough to go on paradise. Um, but yeah. other than that, I want nothing in to do case, with you. We'll bond and in which case, like, let's just like negotiate. Um, yeah. Exactly. But uh, yeah, yeah, it no, was uh, kind of nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think I, it's, it's, it's tough because again, it's just that thing of like, not, no one likes being accountable. Uh, like, I, and I've, I've had that too. I've definitely like in my youth, I've been so confused by, well, I didn't intend that, that I didn't intend you feeling like that. So I will avoid my accountability by putting it on the way that you are reacting to it um, more as opposed to going, okay, well, maybe we can understand that that was not my intention, but I still, without, without disregarding your feelings or saying that your, your emotions are not valid um, because that's not how I would have reacted or whatever. Yeah. And you can, you can sort of change your actions uh, so as to not make someone feel like that. But it's so scary to, to feel like you hurt somebody or that you were bad or that you did something that, that is painful. And it's just a quicker, easier way to go. I think that's a, that's a you thing. Uh, <laughs> and like the thing about getting over it is another hilarious thing that we see all the time these days is basically just punching someone in the nose and then going, oh my God, it's over. Can we just forgive each other? And you're like, well, yeah. I'm just- That's the I, Atlanta I'm housewife still... way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just, it's a funny thing to just, even though forgiveness is such a beautiful thing to just immediately demand it without being accountable in the name of like peace. Uh, you know, I just, it's, yeah. it's baffling. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. Um, well, let's, let's, let's turn the page and talk about uh, yeah. That's something that was maybe a pretty positive moment while difficult to talk about was the Brittany and Anna oh, uh, topic. So good. Yes. I just listen. Tough beat for Anna this episode or this season rather. Mm -hmm. But as far as apologies go. I'd give her an A minus. Yeah. I, maybe maybe even a solid A. In fact, I, I rewatched it this morning because last night when I watched it, I was like, oh, she don't don't bring up the fact can she there's a moment in her apology she's like well i mean i did hear things from like ex-boyfriend but when i watched it back she only said that because brit britney asked her point blank i mean it was yeah. in fact 
it was kind of Brittany's mistake when she's like, where did you even hear this stuff? And so Anna just asked, answered the question to which Brittany really replied, well, was it your right to say that? To which Anna appropriately said, absolutely not. But I listen, uh, it doesn't for, forgive or excuse what Anna did, but that was a, a home run apology. There was, I don't believe there was a but anywhere in there. It was, no. I'm embarrassed. I, I was I wrong. I'm ashamed. I wish I could go back and change it. I recognize that I can't. I understand that my apology you know, doesn't change what I did. I understand that you might not forgive me. Just know that I am sorry. There is no excuse in this apology. Yeah. I was simply wrong. Yes. Was like, here's why I say A minus, because Brittany does have a valid criticism in saying, why haven't I heard from you? Yeah. Uh, I, I was about to say, I thought that was That's a valid, yeah. she could have DM'd her. Clearly, they're in the same city. Anna could have reached out and said, just so you know, and I'm sure we'll be able to talk about the tell-all. Everything she said I'm there, so and I don't, like, I, you have every right to hate me. I don't even know if you'll read this, but I was wrong. I'm embarrassed. I'm in sorry. I'm sorry. I will do what I can to make it right, if I can. And she could have done that. She yeah. didn't. And that's why I think... You know, A minus apology, but in the moment, I, pretty I, solid. I com I completely agree. There was, uh, you know, you were talking about butts, uh, no butts, uh, all accountability. Um, I thought they both did such a wonderful job. You know, Brittany also did a great job of talking about. You know, she had to sort of walk a fine line too, where she was sort of saying that hurt me when you called me that because it's not true but also i don't want to demean people in that you know it's like she was a very fine line that i felt like she really had had to walk and i also felt like you know she could have really leaned into um you this is the first time i've heard of this apology and you didn't but she really said i i felt like she really said she really took it and was like, I hope that you mean that, that you seem sincere and um, you didn't do it before, but you're doing it now. And I, I respect that. And I, um, you know, I, I will. Um, and then yeah, added, I, like, I thought that was like a beautiful moment of conflict yeah. resolution. Well, and then that, she added the, please don't, please stop with bullying Anna. Yeah. Like she added that. Yeah. What was, was also a great point, Jason, because often in these kind of situations, especially in a tele episode, we're talking winners and losers. And I think both Brittany and Anna and their own right for this episode, were both winners. Right? I agree. We're, we're in, totally in, a no, in a situation where you would expect one to win and one to lose, but I think they're both winners. Brittany came in very prepared. Yeah. She clearly thought about mm -hmm. this and good for her for oh, being yeah. prepared because she covered all the appropriate beats. And I don't say that as a way of someone who's like strategizes, but like to Jason's point, no, no. We live in a world where people are watching everything you say. And when you have one opinion about something, we tend to get accused of leaving someone else out or accusing it. So like if Brittany is defending yes. her own actions, saying I am not a sex worker, then there's an implication. Some people might go after Brittany of saying, so what if you are? Is that bad, et cetera, et cetera. And Brittany did a great job of saying this is my truth. But at the same time, I just want to point out, I want to use this platform and this moment and this opportunity to say, if you are, that doesn't define who you are, doesn't minimize your yeah. existence, it doesn't minimize your credibility. And an absolute wow. home run by Brittany. 
solid A. The only reason a Brittany doesn't get an A plus is because she kind of forced Anna into having to say, well, I did hear things <laughs> yeah. and she probably didn't need to say that. <laughs> right. Because like, Anna's right. like, I don't like, I'm trying to like, I'm trying to nail this apology and I don't want to like yeah. go back to these, but like, you're asking me a direct question. So like, I guess I have to give you a direct yeah. answer. And so like, but we're nitpicking, sure. but tr truly like props to both Brittany and Anna and they should both yeah. feel good about, uh, uh, what they said. And, and, and you're right. Like, like, Anna made a mistake and it, you know, and we're going to learn, you know, hopefully she's going to learn from it. And she looks like someone who truly can. And, and none of these people deserve like, it's just like, you know, here we are. And I think brings me to the next thing I want to talk about is like, yes, we, this is a, like this particular segment of, of the show. We, we like to recap and talk about the bachelor. Like I like to talk about football and Monday morning <laughs> quarterback and, and stuff like this. This is not like, who they are as humans. This doesn't define who they are. We don't need to start DMing them and commenting about their character and like, hey, they're terrible people. And, I, I, you know, like, granted, Anna, in that moment, like, she, she, like, she, that was a, an actions of someone who really, and what I love so much about Anna's apology is that she was like, she talked about where it came from. You know, like this, this, mm -hmm. uh, uh, like her self hatred and anger, and that's a really yeah. hard thing yeah. for someone to say because, you know, my criticism of Anna when she said it was, this is a person who kind of hate sounds like they hate themselves, and they're they're expressing that hate and putting other people down. And for Anna to say that on national television is really hard and good for her. And yeah. and to me, uh, I you know I'd I'd fuck with Anna so to speak, right? Because, you know, I would. Uh, I, cause the, what I'm saying is it's like I wouldn't fuck with Victoria yeah. like I don't want her in my circle because I find that lack of self-awareness to be dangerous to be around and all I want like you're going to yeah. be people are human we all make mistakes but if you lack self-awareness then I find you to be a liability I don't want you in my circle I don't want you yeah. in my world but yeah. like I'm fine with people who make mistakes as long as you can really just be self-aware and, and, and yeah. again good for Anna that was really hard to do yeah. and and I think she deserves the credit for having that because a lot of people, every season you get an opportunity to do that. And so very few people seize that opportunity in the tell all and Anna did. Yeah. Because, because, you know, that by being one of the part, the hardest part about being accountable is saying, I, I did do that, which when you're on TV doing it, you seem like, well, I can't even say like, no, I didn't. <laughs> That's taken away because we have video and audio of you doing it. So I'm, so hopefully you go, well, this is the opportunity. The best thing that I can do is be accountable. And I also thought, like you said, I mean, I think the one thing that I just wanted to point out about what Brittany said is that she said, we are all deserving and worthy of love. And I, and I, and I thought that her saying, please stop bullying Anna was an extension of, of her true belief in that. Like, yes. look, I don't want to cause, I don't want to use this to cause any more harm, even to the person who started it or, you know, like not started it but like did this you know why we're all here yeah um i thought i thought that was so beautiful to say you know we're all we're all deserving of love absolutely now the next thing i want to talk about i think this episode was a teachable episode for bachelor fans of how they view and digest the show because for the first couple things this was a unique episode one obviously chris harrison has stepped away 
right? Yeah. Um, based on the things he said. So for the first time ever that I'm aware of, I could be wrong, this episode opened up with a disclaimer of previously recorded on a yeah. date. Now, this is very specific because The Bachelor likes to allow the audience to like wonder if it's how when it is, yeah. it's happening in real time because it makes it makes things seem more authentic and real. Yep. And that's fine that they do that. But because of the situation that's yep. going on in Bachelor Nation, because they, they wanted to make sure you knew it wasn't being addressed. Yes. So, okay, that's yeah. that's point one. That's unique point one. And then I'm only assuming assuming because of COVID and the fact that they are locked out and they're limited to like being in a one place the whole season and they have to come up with all these dates. They aired, you know, they aired behind the scenes of like entire dates. Yeah. That weren't aired. Like, again, yeah, I've been on a lot of Bachelor seasons. I haven't been on them all, so I can't say that's never happened. But I'm pretty sure they've never just completely wiped out an episode. Now, I have talked so much on this podcast and other podcasts, and I've said, listen, you get to see such a fraction of everything that's aired. But now that we have heard the show acknowledged by them and, and show us, hey, there is a whole date we didn't show you. Yeah. yeah. If that doesn't yeah. say before we start like just jumping on everything, like imagine what that says about like we just completely took out an entire day. Which oh. also makes sense why Mari won that thing after all, yeah. all this time. Because there was so much in that like whole Ben Higgins race that we didn't yeah, see. So, and we were like, how that So happened? the show is saying there's so oh, the, yeah. the show is admitting. Yeah. You know, without me or other alumni saying, hey, you don't get to see everything. You know, you don't get to see everything. The show is like, hey, you don't get to see everything. I mean, that might be the yes. first time that the show just said it out loud. Yeah. We're we really don't like entire dates. Oh, we, we had Jojo and Tasha fly in. Yeah. Yeah. Totally missed it. Nope. We just cut that out. You know, it thing. wasn't. Yeah. And let's talk about why they cut it out, because these these dates that they show, you know what it looked like? It looked like a bunch of people having fun doing activities and all getting along, right? Yeah. And they were too busy <laughs> drinking eggs and, and going through obstacle courses, and Play they didn't bugs. have the time to hate on each other. Yeah. And that's fine. So you know right. what the ed editing yeah. team did is like, well, this is not usable. It's not interesting. No one wants to watch a people drink a bunch of eggs. That's a quick beat. We have other things. We got to see that. But that's why you don't see it. So every season people are like, we don't get to see friendships. And it's like, yeah, you don't. Because quite frankly, you don't want to watch it. As much as you say you do, you don't want to. But I only point this out because like before you start like just going after people and, and, and start saying who they are or what they're like, this is a whole day you might not be able to see. Imagine in life that you have to like analyze things like watching a football game, but you always miss the second quarter. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, I, and I have to say, this actually brings me to, I'm so happy that we're talking about this because <clears throat> I had, I had a, uh, uh, ulterior motive on this podcast and I was hoping that I could bring it up, <laughs> but it, it, it's exactly, it's exactly this thing about editing and what we get to see versus the reality. And I just want to take a moment to stand <laughs> up for, uh, Kim, who I feel was was done wrong. Now Kim, for those who don't remember, was one of the new 
ladies who came in that's in the second thing and basically i think all we ever saw about her was that she said i have a dog who drools on everything uh he just yeah he just drools everywhere and i was like oh, okay and then didn't give her a rose so all we know about her is that she has a dog that drools on everything and that's not you know like i love dogs drool is not my favorite i don't know if it, but it, it, the editing sort of made it seem like matt was like i don't want to get drooled on all the time uh, the, and there's other ladies who don't have drooly dogs and let's just do that but i just wanted to point out on kim's behalf she is an icu nurse like doing covid care in los angeles she's not just a person with a drooly dog who got sent home on the first night. And that's just what I want to say. Like, and to your point of editing, we don't get to see the whole thing. It could be that they didn't get along and that's it. But, you know, sometimes, especially if a person gets sent home right away, the editors don't want to go, hey, let's let's make you care about this person. You know, they, they're they just like, I mean, there's a lot of women still at that point. So they're, they can't do everything. They can't, so all that they talked about. But, but as an audience member, I remember when I was doing my research and I was like, oh, Kim, who's, Oh yeah, she said she had a truly dog. What was her actual story? And then, I see you, nurse. That was barely probably was on the Chiron, but um, that's that's all that we saw of that. Yeah. So I just Kim, you, I thank you, thank you for all the incredible work you're doing. Well said, Jason. One more point to that. One more point to that. We've talked a lot about music and the edit yes. on this show, and on this. What I found really unique, and I'm sure they've done this before, but I was more like high tuned, watching it back. If you go back and watch Britney's exit during the season and then when they replayed like, uh, you know, hey, let's watch Britney's story again. Two completely different soundtracks of when Shut she gets up. out of the limo. I'm almost certain. Really? Of it. I'm almost certain I could be wrong. But like, remember what Britney did. She got it. She was a late arrival. Yep. Right. And she right. walked out. And she grabbed that and she gave him a hot makeout. And, and Britney is kind of a sultry, attractive person that she kind of reads, you know, that way. Right. And because she reads yeah. that way in the post, they're going to give her this. Kind of, I don't know what music she got, but I, I'm almost certain it was more of a suspenseful, dramatic. What's going to happen next type of music. But the, the right. music she got in her like her rewind was one of like a princess and like love fairy tales and whatever. And and you because like, yeah, because Britney was very much a victim of this uh, this show uh, based off of, you know, what was aired and what Anna said. And so they went out of their way and I'm pointing it out because they they showed it. They, you know, go back and yeah. watch. I'm almost certain we didn't That's get fairy tale music. With, and I'm talking about the music that when when the limo opened and Britney, her, yeah, yeah. her, her feet walked out, it was like fairy was like, tale music. music. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm almost certain. And that like go back and like how you feel about what you're seeing based off the music. It is drastic how much that plays a role in your feelings towards a situation and a person it's it's fucking wild 100 percent. i like there are times where someone gets out of the limo and it's like boop, boop, like silly music and then when you ever get the like this could be the one like piano music it, it is weird how subconsciously you're like oh this could be I don't have to take that other one serious because it was sort of goofy music. She's wearing a giant swan costume or whatever. But uh, <laughs> this one, yeah, stepped out. She could be the the real deal. So I only say that so as a viewer, just take a breath when you have a reaction to a situation or someone. If you really <laughs> find what you're watching to be kind of like a benign action, like say walking, 
or getting out of limo or kissing someone, mute it, go on Spotify, turn on, search fairy tale music, press play on mute, and then play the music, and then ask yourself how you feel about this situation now. You know? And yeah. if you don't want to do that, I get that. But like maybe not say that's a terrible person or I hate her yeah. or whatever. Yeah. You can acknowledge that in the moment you're not a fan. You know, you're not team Britney in this moment. That's fine. But like, you know, chill the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. You know, you could do you could do also the opposite experience, which is like take your favorite person yeah. and the Jaws music on when they step out of the limo. When they're reading a poem. See how yeah. 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 But like just you know, some sort of the Halloween song. Yeah. I love I think Tyler C's a great guy. And we've talked about how like he, you know, he's revered and adored. But go back and watch Hannah Brown's season. And when Tyler C. comes on, play Jaws music when he's like <laughs> reading poems to Hannah Brown. And you tell me if you think that's sexy or creepy. Exactly. Exactly. You know? This so, is going to be your guys' new friendship. I just think it's a, this, is a, this was a really interesting tell all by what the show was willing to show us. Um, yeah. And if you pay attention, it just allows you to just say, all right, I'm going to take this show for what it is, a silly reality TV show and and a bunch of flawed humans who go on and make mistakes. And there are some exceptions. Like, again, the Anna thing was an, it wasn't a benign action of walking. It was her bringing in real life situation. And 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 it right. was hurtful what Anna did. You know, we don't need to go back and rehash it. But like she apologized. But, you know, that was. That was a unique situation, and but a lot of the hate that comes people way in that show is like they seem a certain way, or they you know like oh I right. did, I don't know I don't know what it is I just I just get bad vibes whatever vibes you are feeling from someone is almost certainly uh, not your real opinion Design. yeah it's not yes. your it's not your thought you know yeah exactly yeah um, you've been made to be like this is the hero this is the villain yes anywho. Tell all is usually about um, often or often is about uh, performances for the next bachelorette. And those are usually given by the hot seats. Uh, it, so many if, hot seats. Yeah, well, that's typical. But to me, the, the two there were two like, hey, this is your audition moments. And that was Katie and Abigail. Um, yeah. I know that. Yeah. Uh, and no, I don't think Serena C or Piper really has a chance. Serena P. Serena P. Yeah, I just don't. Um, I'm sure they would be oh, yeah. great. Uh, I, I, well, yeah, yeah. my opinion of why I don't think Serena P is is because, you know, this is a show about falling in love. This is a show about being expressive. And while uh, and, and Serena P literally left because she's just not big on public displays of affection. She and that good for her for opening up about her reservations of moving things fastly, but that's kind of how the show works. Yeah. And so like, maybe you're not, maybe it's not okay. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you wouldn't make a great bachelorette. That makes that. That's fine. Like, doesn't say anything about you as a human. Uh, just because you're a great bachelorette doesn't mean you're a great person and, and yeah. vice versa. Uh, Piper also similar. Yeah. Uh, she finally tapped into some emotions. Didn't come out great when she tapped into those emotions, but good for her for recognizing it and say that she's learning. But I also just don't see Piper being yeah, that, was huge. that, that was person. Awesome. Katie and Abigail, however, um, yeah. I think they have a shot. And I'm curious, Jason, who do you think had yeah. the better audition to be the Bachelorette? 
because they were very um, much auditions. Oh gosh. Yeah, I I, I agree. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, I you know I mean well first of all I'll say, Abigail strikes me as one of the, like truly sweetest, people in the world i mean it like she seems so lovely and nice and it's amazing that she um you know i i actually when watching some of her stuff back i i i, I really ha thought they had a, a nice thing and watching that thing back where they're like oh let's have a little signal where we you know touch our ears or we whatever it was and then i was like did they even ever do those signals when he was sort of they did not when he had kind of moved on let's see did he ever even go hey remember our thing I'm like no, oh, that's so sad. But um, so I don't know. I I I. But I I, I don't. I, I. It's hard for me to be able to tell because I don't know exactly. We didn't get to learn that much about her because aside from a couple conversations, like I mean, a little bit more on the women tell all, but but you know, after that first impression rose, there were a couple little conversations where she they were like, "Are we still good?" And he was like, "Yes," until he was like, "No." Um, and I didn't, I still don't really have a sense of, of her. Um, and Katie, I, I, I still love Katie. <laughs> I just, I absolutely love Katie. Um, I just think she's, I, yeah. Every time anyone like co confronted her, I was like, she's handling it so great. Um, aside from, you know, the, the karma comment. And I worry that that may have been the, the, uh, something that keeps her from it. But also, they, these are auditions, but there's also a possibility that some of these top ladies become The Bachelor, like Brie, right? Or Yep, absolutely. Uh, yeah. I'm just talking about this, the women tell-all. Like the, To me, yeah. from the tell-all, the only real auditions that were like presented were Katie and Abigail. But you're absolutely right. I think Michelle would be truly fantastic. Yeah. Because Michelle, yeah. like... I like Katie. I don't love her as much as you do. I, I do think there were yeah. moments uh, throughout the season where Katie is, uh, Katie does, to me, Katie seems like someone who's, because of her intelligence and how smart she is, she is very much used to winning arguments and having mm -hmm. confrontation. But if you, if you catch Katie uh, slipping up, so to speak, she doesn't handle it very well. She... She showed some moments of cattiness and and kind of upping her kind of, you know, kind of letting the the emotions get the best of her, which is fine. It's all human. But she got a little mean. Some she's got she's got a little meanness in her that I don't think we got to see. No, we all do. I mean, Abigail could absolutely have meanness in her. We, we didn't get to see much of her. That's often the case with leads is. People are just like, oh, I love this person because you didn't get to see them. You know, like we got to see a lot more of Peter as the bachelor than we did on Hannah Brown season and opened himself up for more criticism. Like, is that again, why you think Abigail right. got the edit she did? That's what I'm, when you were just saying that I was thinking like maybe they didn't show so much of Abigail because if they are thinking about her for the bachelor, then that's when you get to bachelor. No, that's I, when you get to like really learn about her and have her story to a certain degree. But Abigail didn't even get a one-on-one, -on -one. you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I, I think the producers would have liked to see that. And I think that speaks more to like, proof that it's not just all scripted or it's not like that the, the lead is, is a real show and the producers yeah. really want people to like find real connections and they actually have a say in who they go on dates with and again it's and you know that there's a lot of conversations but you know with matt 
like someone who hadn't been on the show before and and maybe it took him yeah. longer to connect and like some bachelor or bachelorettes might be like night one be like eh, these are my favorite two it's not i promise you it's not going to change with matt who has a limited <laughs> yeah. dating experience he was like i don't yeah. know this might take me five weeks to really get to know someone and so if that happens that the producers need to allow the lead to like use that time on people they're really figuring out and at somewhere matt decided like Ab abigail's not it and so like matt's real relationship yeah. took precedent over the show and that i'm yeah that's just how it is um so they yeah. would have absolutely liked so yeah. I, i'm just saying no, none of these people we know all that well you know like yeah. that's true that's true i mean i i wouldn't be mad at abigail um or katie being the the bachelorette i just i uh, right at this point i feel like depending on who matt chooses i i think i think both uh brie and michelle are just like um amazing so humans awesome. yeah no yeah just yeah. like yeah um but uh but yeah so yeah so who knows i i don't know but uh but i i but yeah, I, I thought it was it was interesting that again talking about the editing, they they didn't mention the most painful thing that Matt said to Abigail in the breakup was, you know, like I kind of we had such a good thing that I was able to sort of focus on these other relationships and I Yeah. And then they they all moved forward and we, we didn't. didn't. But it was sort of like, Yeah, I got you, we're good. So let me I'll just explore and then you know, it was it, that was the saddest part, and they left that out of the, yeah, the recap. Yeah, I th that's where the tell to me is kind of bullshit, and, and and that's why it's so hard to be the lead because you you are forced to say a lot of disingenuous things that you don't mean because the alternative is sounding like a dick. You know, for sure. The reality is, is yeah. Matt's just like I don't know, I just wasn't into you, man. You know, and so like then Matt's sometimes forced to say like if oh, like I I. Like no critique, I think I think Matt really has been an excellent bachelor, especially when you consider the fact that he had no experience about this crazy fucking world going into it, and he's oh, yeah. really done a great job. And, and and I agree. But it's like, oh, I wish we'd have had more time. No, you don't. Like you know what I'm saying? Like right. you know, what? Like and and that's just something he is saying because it sounds nice and it feels good and it makes the other person feel a little bit more validated or, or whatever, but yeah, it's totally disingenuous and, and, and you're just kind of forced to like say these things. Cause again, the alternative is like seeming cold or indifferent or whatever. If he did, he would have made it more time but, because if he yeah, did, he would have yes. made more time. But like, but like the odd, like trust me, like as someone who I have a hard time saying things that I don't believe and so, like, I, I, you go back and watch my tell. There was, I got one of it was always, it's always like some of the girls who, like, you know, leave in the first five weeks. And, and I think it was, uh, what was her name? I forget. But she was like, I, why didn't you spend more time with me? And I was just like, I essentially was like, cause I didn't want to, you know? <laughs> and, right. and then, like, some people were like, oh, well, that was cold. But the alternative had been like lying about like, oh, I kind of like regret it and I, I'll always wonder and, and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, I, I like, listen, there wasn't a connection there. It's right. fine. I don't know if you even liked me, you know, yeah. and this is just how it is. Right. Uh, but right. like you're just kind of forced to like yeah, say some right. of this bullshit because you, you know, you Matt, Matt, it's a, yeah. clearly very important for Matt to to be nice and at the risk of being disingenuous. Being being nice and not have anyone feeling a little 
bits slighted and um I, yeah. you know good for him absolutely um but yeah. um yeah. yeah that's where you're kind of like that's why a lot of things don't get addressed because there's really nothing authentic to say yeah it's just you gotta just get to the can i walk you out yeah <laughs> thank you and, 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 and matt's way and matt's words thank you for sharing yeah. <laughs> yes thank you for sharing and can i walk you out yeah, can yeah I walk actually you out? it was so I both times in the in the actual episode and in the women tell all when he had that that painful um, breakup with Serena P. Uh, <clears throat> both times I literally thought he was walking her out instead of him. You know they were in her room. <laughs> I, I literally thought he was like, okay, well, that's uh, you know that stinks. It's hard to hear. Unfortunately, you can't stay here tonight uh, anymore. <laughs> you have to leave right now if you break up with me. Like, oh no, okay, she's walking him to the car to go back to his room. That makes yeah. more sense. I thought I'd be like, well, I'm now you uh, kicking you out. Because if uh, she got in a car, and maybe did she get in a car? I think she actually got in a car. No, he got. He did he, because he she would have literally like, drove around the block and yeah. gone back to the room because it's not like she's leaving, yeah, exactly. you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, eventually she might leave a few days later, yeah. but like, Hey, like, Hey, we're not going to make you get on a plane right now. You can, you can go to bed. I know it's late. <laughs> but that is what they make it seem like. Yeah. They make it seem, I mean, not do they make it seem like you go on the plane right now, but they also sometimes make it seem like, We've left that person on that island. Yeah. Yeah. They're still there. And that's, you know, <laughs> they what? Now need to survive. I'm glad they do. It makes for good TV. And yeah, I, nice. uh, but it, it, it kind of blows my mind that, again, I think this is a great episode that if you are someone who's been thinking this whole time that, you know, so and so is on an island or, or this is all happening <laughs> live and, yeah, you know, then no, clearly it's not. And the show uh, gave us that, that that those gifts of saying we do this. This is they the show this ep, the, the, for the this this tell all was a little bit of behind this like literally behind the scenes from the the yeah. from the bachelor of saying we choose not to air entire dates sometimes if we if we want to know that on a regular basis. I think you'd be shocked about how many people watching it just don't have that conscious thought and then they react based off of that idea you know what i'm saying like if i asked them do you think this they would probably be like of course not but they're reacting and they're feeling in a way that would suggest that they actually think this is happening in real time so maybe like somebody who's only been in it like you really think like maybe somebody who's only been in it or been in production or something like that really understands like how that's all could i mean i i have to say like you know it took me a while because it's called reality TV, where I was like, they just set up the camera and then just edit it together. Truman <laughs> That's Show. Exactly how. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, it, it took me a little bit to be like, oh right, they do. Uh, there, there's probably some uh, manipulation going on there. Yeah. But, yeah. The the environment yeah. is more manipulating than anything. Uh, yes. Like, oh yeah. You know. And I hate. It's like I'm not trying to defend producers when I defend producers. It's more like I just. Sometimes people have to be held accountable for their own actions in the environment. The the environment is fucked. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um and that's not to say that oh, yeah, they're like a- they're <laughs> they're innocent, but like often they get too much credit for the the producers for like shit they don't do. like I, I can't tell you how many times I've had them being like, We did not think that would happen. And thank God it did, because that was amazing. You're yeah. like, Wow, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What a gift. No, yeah, they're definitely Yeah. 
there are definitely some things where you're like, no, no producer made you say that. Like that's 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 your own thing. Maybe yeah. you were responding to the environment, but yeah, that's. Uh, that's Anywho, fine. final thoughts, Jason. Uh, predictions um, in terms of the rest of the season. Uh, what do you hope to see? What do you think we'll see? Oh boy. <laughs> Gosh, you know. Well, you know, it's it, it's really interesting. I, I I'm very intrigued by the by by Matt's dad showing up um, in in the, I don't know if it's the next episode or at some point, but it looks like he has a confrontation with his dad. Did I miss that? Um, Did I miss that? I think in the in the problem? coming up on there was thing he was like, "You weren't there for me." Yeah, it looked like that. Um, I could be. Wow, I, I'm, I'm hearing about I this in real so time. Missed that I, I missed that. If I that, missed I, that. I don't even know how to think about that. That's that's a kind of fucked up. Yeah, yeah. I have no. I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, it seems like maybe maybe they brought him there without him knowing or or something. But it that I you know there's there's a thing there's a thing that I get like I think is is part of why why I like Katie so much but also something <laughs> that I think is interesting about Matt and about Bree um is this thing of well especially for Matt and 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 the fact that he really takes care of all of these women and really doesn't want to hurt their feelings and all is all this stuff you know he he at least from what it seems like he grew up learning how to be a man from yeah. his mother and 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 um you know to to a lesser degree i i understand that i mean my dad was in my life for you know until he passed away but but when you lose that kind of that guidance it it it's um it's it's very interesting how it affects the way that you you know there's no at least for me as a man there's no male figure in your life saying like yeah. By the way, here's how you do this. Here's how you do. Here's a way to navigate this. You're you're sort of kind of like, is this is this right? Am I, I am I doing this correctly? Is there a better way? Um, and and then you like, and I think also my mom taught me a lot more about how to sort of interact with people in general, <clears throat> and um, I'm super grateful for that. But it's it's interesting. It's an interesting dynamic when, um, you know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm really interested to see how that all plays out and how, how Matt um, responds to that and how that affects his decisions going forward. Um, and I don't know. I mean, it's, it's such a complicated season, you know, with all of this, it, all of this stuff that's being addressed and coming out. And, um, you know, I, I remember a similar sort of situation in uh, Becca's season uh, where before the final person is, is announced there's there comes some uh, some stuff comes out that is that makes one of the contestants less uh appealing to a lot of people uh to be chosen um uh i i so i don't know i don't know what happens i mean personally even without all of that stuff i i think brie is so incredible she's my top choice uh, and I, but I also think Michelle is amazing, and I think Michelle and Matt would have a wonderful partnership. And again, talking about editing, I think she said something in in her hometowns where she's like, "He wants to build these gardens," and I was like, "He does? I didn't know that. <laughs> I can see that, Matt. I love yeah. that. Yeah. 
What? So do you think? Like I again, without people, I, I sometimes hate saying these things, but whatever. Brie is my choice for me. Now I don't want to date Brie. I don't need people to start setting us up. And Brie doesn't want to date me. And just want to point this out, you know. But Brie would be my choice. I I I look. I watch her, and I think, I she's she's awesome. You know, like attractive and cool. Yeah. And I just her vibe, everything about Mich- Michelle also great. But I think I would connect better with someone like Brie. Now, that being said, I look at Michelle and I there's the chemistry that Matt and Michelle have. I think my, what am I saying this right? No, it's just you're so excited about it and all your hand gestures and you're like so into yeah. it. And I'm like, Do love you, how you much see, you're passionate about it right now. You see the connection between those two. I don't see the connection with Brie and, and Matt as much. Right. I would be I, sh- yeah, I think Brie's the next one to go. I think your final two is Michelle and and uh, Rachel. And I think Rachel is going to win. I, I actually, I do too. I think that's, I think that's probably why Chris Harrison like was so defensive in that interview that he did. I, cause I feel like it reminded me of when they were like, Garrett, just sure. He liked some stuff, you know, some transphobic stuff, but you know, like if he wasn't the one who they're trying to be like, this is the fairy tale. They would have been like, you know, they, they sell people down the river all the time. So, you know, sometimes when, when there, there's a lot of defense of the person, it feels like either they what's going on here or they're the chosen, the chosen one. Yeah. Um, I will, I will say, and it's not, you know, it's not my, you know, I'm not absolving anybody of anything, but similarly to, uh, well, we were talking about apologies and accountability. I, I was pointed out to me that at some point, aside from her first apology, Rachel on, on some stories yeah. like, Hey, the people who are defending me, stop. I actually, I did, yeah. this was wrong. Like, yeah. And that's that's a step because it's nice to feel supported or whatever. But if you're if you're trying to truly be accountable, you have to also say to the people who are going, "You didn't do anything wrong." No, I, I actually did. And it, at least f- yeah. from here, it seems like she's learning. But you know, again, I, it's not uh, you know. Not yeah, like I know. Like people, it's like I I agree with you. I it's been listen. There's this for a lot of reasons. This season has been stressful for everyone to cover. I, I don't know Rachel. And clearly what she did in the past was wrong. I, we have all done again, like I've said, ignorant things. Uh, Many of us are lucky enough to have that not be on the internet. Right. Uh, And I don't know Rachel as a person, but it seems and like she at least wants to take the right steps in learning. And I I agree with you. That seemed like a, a positive thing, but we'll see where it goes from here. Like I said in the past, Listen, people will show you who they are. You often the first time. And if they apologize, like we'll find out who Rachel is. I'm I'm sure we found out who Garrett was after he apologized. Someone who's proven to like not be remotely interested in learning despite him saying it. Right. And we'll figure it out. Right. But, you know, again, I do like I apology is the first. I think one of the things is that, that that's so positive about all of this stuff is when we as a community see these things happen and come out, we as sort of bystanders also have the opportunity to learn and go, oh, wow, okay, I, you know, 
now I know this thing that maybe I didn't know before. And, you know, I think if there's, you know, and, and, you know, the people who are in the middle of it react, however they react and either they apologize or they don't. And then they either follow through on changing their actions and really fighting against what they have done or, or they don't. But, um, but I, I do think it's, it's so interesting and, and worthwhile to, to talk about all this stuff and, you know, and um, hash it out and and then and then yeah at the at the end of the day uh, hopefully um, everybody learns something and we we grow as a as a community and as a, a people. Yep. Well said, Jason. Uh, on that note, I uh, want to say, as always, thank you for taking your time and, and recapping with us. Uh, please come back oh, again. It's so fun. He's um, the best. We'll, I would love. To. Uh, we'll. You know, just maybe every season, I think we'll just slot you in for. But one like, episode. I want to be in the same room with him one time. Uh, no. Well, it's it's a delight. You once, missed yeah, out. Third time the um, <laughs> once again, please remind our audience uh, uh, of where they can find you, uh, what you're doing, where they can find more of you. Um, yeah, all that good stuff. Um, I'm uh, I'm at at Jason Ritter, one word on Twitter. That's sort of my main thing. Although I I haven't been doing that much on there uh doing a lot of like listening and liking and there you go you know paying attention but not not writing uh and um on instagram i'm jason underscore ritter uh but i haven't posted there in a while but it's fun to look through you're out there working you're working on a couple of things. we'll be able to see jason on the, yeah, on the screen sooner fine. than later yes and i and i will let you know uh on those twitter uh things so if you follow me on there then yeah then i'll i'll, I'll be sure to tell you Awesome. Uh, thanks so much, Jason. Thanks so much, guys, for listening. I uh, hope you enjoyed this this recap. Be sure to check out, if you haven't, our Ask Nick episode from Monday. Maybe our best, my best <laughs> Ask Nick performance of all time. And then tomorrow, uh, a fantastic episode um, talking about, uh, you might be interested in this, Jason, human design. All right. We find out. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, with a, a world renowned expert in human design, uh, Jenna Zoe uh, breaks down what it, what is human design? How can we learn about ourselves through human design? What is the science behind it and, and where you could go to find out more about yourself? And uh, it was really fascinating. So uh, you be sure to check that out and uh, send your questions at asknick at caspia.com. Cast with a K. Caspia.com. Here's five stars. All that fun stuff. We'll see you tomorrow.